Welcome back, everyone, to episode 33 of the Mind Up Business Podcast presented by Bennett Creative Media. I am your host, Ethan Bennett. On the show today, we have Melissa Grilly. How's it going, Melissa? Good. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. Going to have another good episode this week. So as always, we get right into the questions. We don't want to bore the people. Okay. For people that have no idea what you do, what your business is about, uh, give us a little insight. What do you do? So I own Pockets Full of Posies um, out of Minot, North Dakota, and I am a, I kind of call myself an unconventional florist. Okay. So, so what does that look like then? Unconventional florist, obviously a florist, someone that's right. putting together flower arrangements for weddings and events and yeah, such, I right? I do a lot of weddings, a lot of special events, things like that. Um, I say unconventional because I am self-taught. Okay. Um, I've been in the industry for a very long time, however, though. So. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask you, what unconventional means. Yeah. So unconventional, you're meaning it's self-taught. So right. are there places where you can go to like a yep. florist school type yes. thing? So you can obtain a degree obviously okay. if you from a floral degree school that's not the right proper yeah. mechanics but yes you're like i don't know i didn't go <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you can okay that is actually a thing so and then there's like a floral design institute and all those things oh i, I had no idea yeah i do not have those certificates but okay. i have 20 plus years in the industry really um so that's where that kind of unconventional kind of comes in. And it comes in through my design work too. I try yeah. to be a little bit out of the box, I guess. Okay. So we're going to get into that a little bit. I want to know before we do that, how did you decide on the business name? What does it mean? <laughs> so where did it stem from? obviously when I was a child, we would sing ring around the rosies, pockets <clears throat> full of posies, ashes, yep. ashes. We all fall down. Um, I didn't want to pick a name like, and it's nothing against anybody who picks names for their businesses because it is a huge feet. Yeah. But I didn't want to be like, it is. I didn't want, I just didn't, Melissa's flowers didn't fit me. Yeah. So I wanted it to be something that people would like instantly trigger maybe like a memory from childhood or something like that. So that's why I picked pockets full of posies and it's super long and nobody will forget it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So did you, when you were choosing your name then, because how long has the business been operating? Five years. Okay. Yep. So when you were choosing your name, was there anything else, any other names that were in the hat or was it kind of, I'm just going yes, with this? Yes, but I don't remember them. Isn't that terrible? Like when I you mean, get old, you start right to lose your mind. But yeah, um, I don't remember. Now that I look back, like I think of other names I maybe should have went with, but I yep. like, but everybody knows me by pockets full of posies. So, and we, it's PFOP for short because it is okay. such a long ass name. PFOP. No, you P-fop, can swear. Yes. You can you can swear on this show. Uh, yes. Yeah, this show wouldn't be uh, Easton Bennett without swearing right. it. So um, PFOP. Yeah, I like that. There yeah. we go. Um, so how did you get into the floral industry then? You said you had 20 years of experience. Right. Um, when I was in high school, I worked for a local greenhouse here in town. Okay. Um, and obviously that trends you know, went through my entire life. I did go to college to be other things and those things I did not be. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just never, I always had a creative side to me and I always was in the floral industry and I just kind of kept with it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm really terrible about talking about myself. Can you tell? I'm no, like, um, you're doing, um, you're doing um, fantastic. Uh, so yeah. So th- as I got older and I got married and I had kids, yep. um, it wasn't conducive to work nights and weekends so much. So mm-hmm. I did quit my greenhouse job after 18 years. Okay. And I became a paraprofessional out of school. Gotcha. Okay. So then when you're going in and you quit, how long after you quit, did you say, I want to start pocket full of posies? It was 
the summertime came around and I have had a job since I was 16. So I started to freak out like, okay, I work for a school. It's been fantastic. It was the best decision I ever made, yep. but I never not had a job. Like, and what I, am I gonna do now? like, what am I going to do? So I wanted, I wanted to feel like I was contributing to my family. Okay. So then I started pockets full of posies that summer and I went around and planted people's flowers Okay. as dorky as it sounds. Yep, no. Yeah, that's how it all kind of started. So were you always interested in flowers then? You obviously said yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. even from, I mean, I remember growing up and obviously having flowers and gardens, it's a little different demographic nowadays, yeah. but yeah, always that floral kind of side. Would you consider yourself a green thumb? Yes. Is that, is that the saying <laughs> when people are, yes. they like gardening? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I still managed to kill things too, yeah. but yes, I would I, consider myself a green thumb. I had a house plant one time. <laughs> right. Um, it lasted not very long. I, it, someone told me that you didn't have to water very much. Okay. And I think maybe I overwatered it. Yes. And killed it. I don't I, know if you can do that. You can. That would say that's probably the number one killing of plants is probably overwatering Drowning them. them. Yes. Yeah. I waterboarded my plant. Right. Actually, is what I tried to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm. That's why I just buy fake plants now. We got fake Which plants over here. I mean, those are real. If you can, t- if you can't right. tell on camera that they're and fake. most people, they'd be like, those look like really nice plants, and yeah. then you just go with it. I'm like, man, they are Hobby Lobby <laughs> sold them right to me. Uh, they said they're good forever. Right. Actually. And they'll just dust them a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't even do that. Uh, we'll get to that someday. Right. Um, so the skills to be a florist, that's the job title is a florist, correct? Right. So yep. what is the learning curve like? What, how did you learn? Obviously you said you've had the experience, but you right. said you taught yourself all these skills. Yeah. Uh, I would say just general knowledge of, you know, flor- flowers and how they grow, all those kinds of things, how to take care of them as okay. far as like the floristry side. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it as far as processing flowers and things like that. And that's just picked up. I've picked it up along the road, I guess, if that makes sense. I still like to go and watch things on YouTube and TikTok and all those things. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just to be cool, like the cool kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. So do you have a favorite flower? I do. It's a poppy. Uh, okay. I don't know what that looks like. It's beautiful. So. Okay. What color is it? Um, well, typically they come in like reds and oranges and things okay. like that. So yeah. So no specific color. Okay. No. Um, and it's hard for me to pick a favorite one, but I would say poppy is my yeah. favorite favorite. I feel like I need to have a favorite flower in case someone ever asks right. me. Is there one that you would recommend to me that people would think I'm like intelligent where I can't just say, oh, it's a rose. Cause that's like too cliche. Right. No, because you need to fi- figure it out on your yourself everybody and every individual is different in what they like so you have to find that flower that speaks to you i need one (laughs) i don't i don't know if it's a color thing or do they all smell different so yes they're all they're all just as unique as you and i so okay and i feel like you'll know when you know yeah well i'm gonna have to (laughs) just dive into the the flower industry here um yeah, because I think the only ones I know is there one that's like a chrysantha chrysanthemum. Chrysanthem- yep, I kind of like that one yep. just because of the word. Yeah, I want to have that as my middle, my bridge Perfect. until I find the one I really like. Also, a very hard word to spell too. So you're going to sound super intelligent if you can spell. You're like, what's your? Oh, that's chrysanthemum. <laughs> chrysanthemum. Actually, they're like spell it, and I'm just like, I wrote it on my hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, chrysanthemum, favorite flower. So <laughs> getting back I love into that the, you know that. Yeah. I think I just I, I feel like there's a children's book or something <laughs> where the be. chick's name was <laughs> chrysanthemum. Oh. I can't remember, or maybe he picked. I'll figure it out. I'll post it somewhere. (laughs) Uh, So getting back into the business side of things a little bit, have you always been business minded? Oh gosh, no. Okay. Yeah. No, that's no, I've, I'm more of a free spirited. Okay. Yeah. So was it more nature versus or nurture? Obviously it must've been nature. Nature. We're trying to expose you to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never grew up thinking like I'm going to own a business someday. No, I was like, 
So when did you when did you figure it out? When did you think? I think I'm maybe? still figuring. Okay, it out. you're like I'm still questioning it. Actually, I don't know if I. No, should I think in. you know you have this great idea to start a business, and I started it out of the love for what I do. But there's a lot of other things that go into owning a business that, yep. as an individual, I didn't realize. So that's still a learning process. So was there a clicking moment in your head where you thought, okay, I've been doing this, I know a lot about flowers and right. the arrangements, let's turn this into a business. Uh, for me personally, I like I make a decision and that's what I'm going with. So with I it. hit the ground running that's and my kind of girl right there. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. So, I mean, when I started it that summer, like I never, ever thought that it would actually work out to be something that I do full time. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I was like, so did you kind of just want to do it for fun then? Uh, or was it just like, Hey, here's a little side income. I think, I mean, I think it started out of oh, well, maybe I could do this. Maybe yeah. this could be a thing. I mean, and there there is fun in it because it's something I'm truly passionate about. But yeah. now five years in, like it's a legit mm-hmm. business. That So what would you tell people then if they're starting a business about going into something that they're passionate about? I think that, and for me personally, if I, you know, I had the conversation with my husband, like if you don't try, if I don't try this, then I'm always going to have that what if in the back of my head. So I would say try because the worst thing that happens is, is you fail, but you still yeah. learn from that experience. And that's what's nice about starting a business. No one wants to regret you no. know, laying on their deathbed. I wish I would have started Done that, that something. Yeah. And even if people slander you, I'm like, oh, you have a failed business. It's like, okay, they forget about it in however long. And it's like, imagine the things, the benefits outweigh the cons for right. sure. And I mean, if we live our life in constant what if and fear, then none of these amazing businesses would ever get started. Exactly. So you isn't have there, to have a little hope. Isn't there a saying, uh, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, nuts or something like that? <laughs> My grandpa has a different saying for that that right. I'm not going to say on the show, um, but I'll tell you after. It's a that's for our Patreon, which we which, we don't have a Patreon. Which but. I love pa- that Patreon. That's fantastic. Right? You should get some Patreons. Exactly. Yes. Maybe I'll start releasing two episodes a week. Yes, for the Patreons. Exactly. I sign up for all that kind of stuff. That's my favorite thing about podcasts. I love them too because yeah. then it's like, oh, I get some yeah. special. I get a week content. ahead of you guys. So yep. boom. There you go. All right. We're going to do a Patreon. Uh, so <laughs> let me know if you would like to sign up for that. Uh, so what is it like uh, being a jack of all trades, you know, kind of running the company uh, on your um, own? Well, I mean, obviously, I my love is the creating and mm-hmm. the building relationships with people. Um, and then there's the back end of the business, which is yeah. probably not my like my least favorite, but still managed to pull okay. it off. So. so you like the creative side more than 100%. Okay. Yeah. So were you nervous when you're starting your business? Like, did you have some imposter syndrome? Like, Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna oh. be able to do this in business stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody that is in any sort of field, I feel like, or has any sort of social media, we go through imposter syndrome. I yeah. feel like, um, so yeah, that hits hard. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had the issue of comparing yourself to other florists? One million percent. Okay. And how do you overcome that? You know, for um, someone that's maybe comparing themselves to a competitor or another business, right. how do you I'm a Pisces, so I'm like all in my emotions all the time, just okay. drowning in them. Yep. So um, I have my good days and, and bad days. I do try to not immerse myself so much in the social media because that can that's when I find myself probably in my darkest places, like comparing yep. myself. However, on that flip side, like there are so many amazingly talented florists and we're mm-hmm. all individual. So, I mean, yeah. I have to re- remind myself of that, but yeah, it's, it's a mind game for sure. Okay. So then if you're, you know, how do you 
differentiate yourself from the other floors? How how do you try to make someone pick you over, you know, uh, right. Susie Smith down yeah, the road? Yeah, it's like trying to win somebody over on a first date. Like okay. it's a lot. Um, I I hope that just for anybody that is choosing me as, as a bride or as something else that I create for them, obviously I feel like they have gotten my vibe or mm-hmm. they, um, they appreciate my creative way. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a mumbler well, and a rambler. So no, that makes, cause you're kind of going into the branding, which I have a couple of questions right. <clears throat> yes. down the road about branding. We'll get into, let's talk about the beginning a little bit more, Okay, you know, business startup, obviously different businesses. You know, if you have right. a brick and mortar shop or if right. you're running it from home or it's online, the funding materials, did you start the business pretty lean? What did that look like? Yeah, I started it from our checking account. Yep. Which is <laughs> so, which is cool because I think a lot of businesses yeah. do start. You don't see a ton that are, oh, I'm going to go to the bank and get a $700,000. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. I would have been like throwing up on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I just started it from our checking account. And eventually over time, I mean, I would say it took a good solid three years to yeah. try to start to see some sort of profit in there where okay. um, now I feel pretty good about it. You yeah. know, it's, it was hard the first couple of years, like any startup businesses. Well, just know? getting your name out there. Yeah. I took what any jobs I could get, getting mm-hmm. my name out there. I went and sold at shows, all those things. You do know? you think it's important to be a yes man in the beginning of a company? I do. Um, I think I'm a yes woman yep. at the thing, yep. um, regardless. But yeah, I mean, just because that also opens you up to other things that maybe you weren't comfortable with, mm-hmm. but then you decide that you are comfortable with them. So, yeah. yeah. And that's something that I did in the beginning too. The amount of free jobs I would do just because I'm like, I right. can meet this person if I go shoot this video or right. I'm going to do this spec ad. I remember I shot a spec ad, just a car commercial, and it ended up landing me a pretty big job down the road um, where people might overlook that just taking the opportunity is going to get you where you need to be. Right. And I mean, in the beginning I, I did everything. I took a lot of opportunities. Am I a little bit more lenient with them now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I have to manage my time yeah. a little bit better. And you, you have awarded yourself that ability right. to pick and choose now. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in the beginning, you kind of got to just, you right. know, head, what is it? Nose to the grindstone. I got all right. kinds of yeah, things. I'm just pulling so them out of my pocket. I'm like, metaphors. here's another one. There's a couple of, I love, I always tell people if you use idioms and sayings like that, you're supposed yeah. to sound smarter, but I think you have to use them properly, which I haven't right. mastered yet. I feel like you're doing fantastic. I'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. I got a list in my notes on here. Just saying <laughs> that have to fit into this week's episode. Oh, uh, so how did you scale your company, you know, day one to where it is now, maybe not scale it, but looking back at it, do you see any differences from day one to where you're at now and any changes? This is kind of just a reflection point for right. you. So. Yeah. I'm like, Oh gosh. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with my design work, I feel like it's become as the business grew and became more confident. So did I. Yeah. And I know that might sound kind of silly, but, um, just reflecting on where I was, you know, five years ago to now, like it's amazing. I'm mm-hmm. so, so grateful and humbled by all of it. Do you remember your first client? Yeah. Do you call them clients or well, customers? Customers. Okay. Clients. I've, feel a little weird. Yeah. Like you're going to a <laughs> dentist, right? Yeah. which nothing wrong with dentists. But they're yeah. great too. But, uh, I call them my customers, my peeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things okay. like that. Yeah, I do. Um, she was somebody that was with me at my previous job. Like I did a lot of stuff for her and she was my first customer. Okay. What was that feeling like when you're finally like, wow, I got my own thing. Someone's, someone's paying me to do what I like. Right. Doing. Um, it was bonkers. It still is bonkers. Like I'm yeah. still so grateful. And that particular human is still with me to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful for her. 
uh, because she was the first one that believed. I mean, and granted, like yeah. my family and friends obviously came in droves to like, you know, yeah. pump you up and try to be, you know, so I'm so grateful for them too. So what is the importance of a support, uh, you know, not a support oh, staff, but right. support community behind you when you're going into a venture like this? I think it's huge. Um, for me personally, I pride myself on the relationships that I've made with people. Um, that's part of my legacy, I guess, if that sounds corny, cause I am corny, but, um, I think at the beginning, even now, like just knowing that people believe in you, like they obviously see something in you that maybe we have a hard time seeing in ourselves on some days. Yeah. And that's one thing about going through business. What I tell a lot of people that come to me for advice or asking in business right. startup, it's like, you're going to need people to help push you through it. Cause there's not every day you're going to wake up and be like, Oh, I'm going to crush this. <laughs> right. I'm going to grow my business. Some days you wake up and be like, the whole world is falling apart. I'm ready to go to Mexico. Yeah. The sky is falling. I'm going to go get a nine to five. I can't do this anymore. Uh, I don't want to be around. Yeah. Well, so yeah. And every year there's, it, there's been a different adversity. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, yep. you know, businesses that have lived through COVID, I think is, is a huge thing. Oh yeah. That was a big knock on the door. Like, holy crap. Yeah. I remember I didn't do anything for three months. I was like, I guess I'll just make YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, I'm losing everything and filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> much. So yeah, chapter seven, <laughs> can you seven. do that? Chapter 10? <laughs> so I don't, either that's or. where my mind went. So yeah. yeah. No, that is cool about working through adversity like that. And especially COVID. That was just a ridiculous yeah. time. I've blocked most of it out, but yeah. yeah. I just, when was that? I was like, what, 20 years <laughs> ago? Something like 17 that? 17 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Uh, before we get into more questions, we're going to hear from our sponsors of this week's episode, Midco. There's no time for downtime in our fast paced business world. So why settle for anything less than ultra smooth, ultra reliable business technology backed by a team of dedicated industry professionals. Midco business services are here to work around the clock with built-in redundancy to provide the ultimate peace of mind while you run your business. Start with a free consultation to explore our adjustable service plans at midco.com slash business today. Midco, thank you again for sponsoring this week's episode. They have been an avid supporter of the show. I have been an avid supporter of Midco. I, I use their internet services and it's been fantastic for all of the, you know, editing takes a lot of, uh, a lot of power and Midco's Midco's given me everything I've ever wanted. And, uh, you know, if you guys are looking to check that out, midco.com slash business, uh, and go, go give it a look. So let's get back into the questions a little bit now. Uh, so what do you think? We talked about brand a little bit earlier. What do you think when someone says brand? I How do you create a brand? I think it's individually kind of molding together what you see your business wanting to be. And for me as you know, a creative, it's somebody seeing a piece and them knowing that it's something I created. That yeah. makes sense. You know? No, a hundred percent. Yeah. So how do you personally, are you creating a brand on social media? You know, do you have any tips for someone that's just starting out? Maybe they're lost on, you know, how do I find my brand? Well, recently my social media was all hacked and okay. deleted. Really? Yeah. Um, after five years. So wow. I have a lot to say on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The floor is yours. <laughs> um, so I had built a social media background and backing for yep. five years. Um, and then recently over this last year, I had hired somebody to help me mm -hmm. with the social media stuff on Instagram and things like that. So a social media specialist, if yep. that's what we want to call them. And she's great. She's fantastic. So we did mm -hmm. all these things we built, we were reaching all these people and it was fantastic. And um, one of my main demographics is brides, obviously. Yep. Um, well, we, I also live in North Dakota, so I like to kind of reach out to all the, you know, the tri-states and those things like that. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So I was, I like to say sabotaged. Yep. Um, so I lost everything, all the 
money I'd put in. Really? All of it. It's gone. So I started new ones and yep. they are like little babies just trying to get their feet <laughs> yep. and go. So, well, hopefully this uh, podcast guys, if you were following the previous accounts <laughs> yeah, in the sense, the inside job, the, the sabotage, <laughs> everything blew up, uh, go follow the new accounts where I was going to link those below at the end of the episode. But, Perfect. um, Going into the design side a little bit now. Yeah. How how does that even work? I don't even know anything about the <laughs> the, f- the florist industry. Right. Do you kind of just say, okay, I want to do, you know, these colors together? Or how do you know? Is it just kind of your creative it's just brain? just in my brain. I mean, okay. obviously, when I, I work with a lot of brides, I keep hitting this. No, you're good. Um, they, I ask for inspiration pictures because we live in a day and age where we are, we can go to Pinterest. We can go to all these things and see all these grand. My son keeps calling me. Sorry. No, that's right. Um, you want to get him on the show? He's like, like talk, you're, talk, you're live. Right now. Um, I forgot where I was. Anyways, so I do ask them for inspiration pictures because okay. it's nice to see because your red might be different than my red. Your boho okay. look might be different than mine. So they come with all these inspiration pictures, but at the end of the day, it's my design and my take on where we're going with the, the, the florals. Okay. Yeah. So do you have any like pre-made like, Hey, here's what we kind of have. Or is everything custom tailored? Everything is custom tailored, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Is that what you say? Custom tailored. Like that's that, kind of like, that's it. actually what I'm going to start saying. Okay. So, there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, everything is custom made Okay. for them. Yep. Um, if I were to have like a bunch of things sitting out that I already made and like a bride was coming, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel like I was doing my due diligence yeah. to her. I want it to be what her wedding is supposed to be. And it's like, ah, just pick from it and right. just and that's, call me before your wedding. And I'll that's just him. not me yeah. or what I want the business to be. Okay, so. cool. I think they use tailored in uh, the suit industry. They do, which I, I like it. Custom tailored. Yeah. I should get super some smart. custom tailored suits. It's a, well, it's on my list here of things okay. I got to fit in. Good. Custom tailored. I got buzzwords. That's what I, that's what I call them. So you, you've obviously got some photos on your website. Yep. Um, a lot of them, like I assume some of them you're just taking because yes, obviously you know, can, you, so maybe you can you're just holding that. it up and it's flowers. <laughs> but there's also some where, yeah. you know, they're wedding photos. So have yes. you built relationships with, uh, you know, photographers that are taking these no. or are you personally have the photography skills or what is that? Oh my like? gosh. No, have you, I'm sh- pretty sure you can see the photos I've taken <laughs> and then the ones that are professionally taken by photographers. Uh, no, one of the great things about being in this industry is you make relationships with all these creative people Yeah, and you start, it's almost like you start running in the same circle a bit. So, okay. you know, the photographers are so gracious. Um, so when they do send the, you know, the edits and the finalized things out to the bride, the pictures, um, a lot of them will send them to me too, which is fantastic okay. because that's how you build your your portfolio. Yeah. Because obviously my iPhone taking skills are not great. So it gets the job done to a certain extent <laughs> right. and then it's like, all right, let's get some. So, yeah. So, and I'm so grateful for that because it helps so, so that people can see them obviously. So what do you think the importance of relationships is not even just photographers, but you know, maybe, you know, venues and other places. Right. Um, I would say that's probably one of the biggest things of my brand too is building relationships with yeah. not only other creatives, but other people who own businesses as well. Your network is your net worth. I think right. I said that in last week's episode. Uh, but you know, it's something that people say it's cliche. Your network is your net worth, but it really is true. Oh, 100%. And I love that we build these relationships with, I mean, that's what life is based on. I yeah. feel like so, especially yeah. in North Dakota, it's such a yes. small right. market. Obviously it's a bigger city. Yeah, I mean, California probably be a little bit different, but here like everybody yeah. knows everybody. And if they don't know you, they know your uncle. So exactly. like, <laughs> So pivoting a little bit into the product now, your flowers and your arrangements, 
Where do you source all this stuff logistically? Like, how does that even work? Well, I would love to logistically source it all from North Dakota, but logistically, mm-hmm. we live in the winter for nine months out of yeah. the year. Um, so it's it's sourced from all over. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I have floral distributors that I source from, but a lot of it is from other individuals. Like I have a person in California who's just a small business that I buy things from and she ships them up here. So it's kind okay. of all over. So how do you find those distributors? Because we've had people on here that have distributed, you know, duck calls. And then right. there's people that distribute you know, pretzels and food and stuff like that. So is it similar? Yeah, it is in a way. And obviously being in the industry for so long, you know what distributors are available to your area. I do try to go a little bit outside of the box too Mm -hmm. and try to get from other places that are maybe a little bit different. Unconventional. Yeah. Unconventional. Well, well, I'll throw your word (laughs) right back at you. Uh, So do you have any fun stories, like a nightmare business story or maybe a funny story of something that might've happened that you could share? Oh gosh, I don't know. Nightmare business story? Not yet. Like we had a photographer on here one time that deleted all of the bride's pictures. Oh gosh, that yeah. would make me he he throw he up. recovered them. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know if there's anything at the top of your mind well, you to think of. I mean, one thing about being a florist in the industry is you are subject to whatever is going to be shipped to you as well. So you have to be constantly on your feet too. I mean, you're living, Mm -hmm. you're working with fresh florals and things like that. So if you know, have ranunculus coming in and they all look like crap and you need them for a wedding in a day and a half, like you have to be able to think on your feet too. So, so logistically then are you ordering these flowers to show up like just days before the wedding or how does that work? I, I do personally, because I want them to be you know, when you think of fresh florals, obviously they only last for a certain amount of time. So I want them to be the best that they can be for that bride's day. So I try to push the envelope there and get them as, you know, the latest that I can. Yeah. And obviously that has. Has its risks. It does, but you got to be on your toes and you got to be able to work with what you have too. So. Okay, cool. Uh, So do you try to get to know your clients on a personal level then? Customers? Yeah, I do. I mean, obviously they're, I have some that have been with me for a very long time, which I consider them my friends, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But yeah, again, I like, especially with the brides too, like I want to be able to know them and know their personalities and things like that. Did the personalities and, you know, the way they act and stuff like that go into your decision-making for the designs? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially because they're all coming with a certain, not theme, that's not the right, but a vibe of what they're looking for for the day, an aesthetic for the day. Yeah. Is it mainly uh, the brides that are coming to you or do the grooms tag along ever sometimes the grooms do so then i feel like i you know i try to be real joke real funny so i can win them over too but yeah i mean majority it's the you know the moms and the brides and the brides but sometimes the fellas they they have opinions too they're like i want to get in here i want to talk some flowers yeah so they you know but typically it's just your your ladies. So do you have like a list of jokes for if the men come in? You're like, hold on, hold on. I gotta <laughs> they get my, just I come from the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, I'm always working. <laughs> I'm always testing new material, uh, all of the above. Uh, so why do you think relationships are important service-based business like yours? I know you mentioned it, but what is the importance of it? What would be your advice to somebody that's getting into the business industry and they don't know? Right. I think it's important because that's how you are going to build your business as well. If we have a conversation and I'm doing work for you mm-hmm. and the vibe isn't right, you're probably not going to come back. Yeah. But if the vibe is right and we build a relationship and we can, you can learn to trust me, then I feel like you're a repeat customer for, for, for the, the eons. Yeah. So people like doing business with people that they like, right? Your product can be great, but if that person doesn't want right. to hang out with you at a bar or they don't right. want to, 
you know, go to a farmer's market with you, whatever <laughs> that might get be. A taco, yeah. whatever. I guess. Yeah. I guess I have some clients yeah. that I don't really want to go to a farmer's market with, but I would. Oh, be absolutely. Fine. So if you can just be someone, and even if you're not working, this is something I've learned. Even if you're not working with that person and you see them out and just engage, you never know if you're going to work with them down the road. Well, yeah. And I think like, I want people just like what you see when we meet is what you see when I'm at Walmart getting yeah. bread, you know, like it's, I'm the same person. Yeah. Well, and even this podcast, you know, I, right. it's very, I'm not being professional at all on here, as you can see, <laughs> Which, I try to ask professional questions, but you know, great. I feel much more comfortable. That my brain not, just, like writing things on a piece gone. of paper. Yeah. It's like, okay, job interview. <laughs> right, I have like, three I'm board being... members sitting behind me. I'm like, they're going to ask you questions now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we try to keep it flowing, uh, pretty natural. Are there any processes or strategies that you've implemented to make the business run more effectively? Is there any systems you've had to add any software, any processes, whatever it might be? I mean, obviously there are fancy things you can get to help process things faster and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but I'm my only employee. It's yeah. just me. I do have some um, people that help me just do, I call them like minion work. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm very much a control freak when it comes to the creative process and things like that. Okay. Um, so now, I mean, I tr Canva, does that yeah. count? <laughs> That's actually Sarah Merck was on last week and she was talking about graphic design yeah, and she said Canva is very like, like underrated. Yeah, no. People hate on Canva for some oh, reason. Oh, I love Canva. Canva uh, gets what's in my brain. It, yeah. So yeah. It's just firing on all synapses. I mean, if it ha if I had an unlimited budget, obviously there are lots of things that I could yeah. put into the business that would help. But okay, so here's my follow-up question that I've sure. never asked anybody. Then okay. if I give you a million dollar I'm like, hey, here's a million dollars for your business. What are you doing? Ah, millions too much. Let's give you. I want the million. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to put okay. towards your business. What would you do with it? I would probably um, maybe upgrade some of the processing equipment and things like that. I would get a sweet like PFOP van, not a van, not really a van uh, okay. girl, but hey, I got a van. <laughs> well, I feel like it's a white van. I would just put so much <laughs> stuff in it, and it would just be packed yep. all the time. Um, and then I probably would try to boost some inventory things as okay. well. I love it. Yeah. I, I don't have $250,000 to give you, but it's fine. Maybe I'll find somebody that could have like, <laughs> Hey, I got this chick. She wants <laughs> a substantial <million>. amount of money. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Just give right. it to her. Everything will be fine. Yeah. And then I would for sure hire social media like all the time. Cause there you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, then if I give you a million dollars and you could hire me and <laughs> right, be like, okay, perfect. all right, let's do some videos. Uh, so what are uh, some of the best strategies you've used to market your business? I assume word of mouth is pretty huge, right. but has there been anything else you've tried? Well, I'm real a big hit on the TikTok. No, I'm not, but <laughs> TikTok's, uh, I'm trying to post TikTok, but it's yeah, hard. No, man. it's so hard. Um, I think for me personally, word of mouth is huge because that means somebody was kind enough to speak gracious of your business. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's just, I mean, for me, like my brick and mortar is a little different than like a, a store that's has set hours. Mine yeah. is not like that. It's appointment only things like that. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, shows and things like that sometimes. So I think for me, social media is a huge part because it is an avenue to get your name out there and things like that. Yeah. Um, do you find that if you do, uh, you know, Mindy's wedding, right. That the, the females in yeah. her bridal party are going to also come to you yeah. if you did good work there. Yeah. I mean, and that is very true. That has happened to me. You know, I have brides and then they, they are gracious enough to speak well on me. So then I have their sister, I have their bridesmaid. Okay. So then I feel like I'm vicariously living through all of them. And now I have this new girl wolf pack and I'm doing yep. their wedding. So yeah. 
That's kind of nice. Then if yeah. you get one, you get most of their friends. Right. I mean, I'm even if it's 50, 50, I'm in. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so have there been, so that works obviously word of mouth. Have there been anything that you've tried that didn't really work for you. Maybe you just had a billboard or something. Oh, gosh, or, you can know, you imagine? I can't even imagine. One of those planes where the banner right. flies behind P-F-O-P it. P-F-O-P yeah, PFOP. That's um, all it says up there. I think for me, I have a personalized license plate and I have too much road rage. So I think maybe that's probably played maybe <laughs> okay, to then. my downfall. So I might have to get that off there. Like, we're not going to that chick. <laughs> like that lady's swerving, up, yeah. throwing her hands up. She literally just ramped <laughs> off, jumped over that building. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I don't have a billboard or anything yet or, you know, magazines. Sometimes I'll do some things in them, but okay. yeah. So what do you enjoy about the business process then? Not the creative side. You're like, ah, oh, none of it. Really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to pick one thing. Um. Oh gosh. One thing about the paper end of everything. I like buying pens to do the paperwork. Okay. What's your favorite pen? I have a favorite pen. The, like the paper mate felt ones. Okay. Yeah. Not a fan, but that's all right. It's <laughs> all right. You know, it's your business. <laughs> right. You do whatever you want. I like but. all the different colors. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to slander it, but I will when you leave. Um, oh, well, what's your favorite I, pen then? I don't know the brand, but it's a G7 fine tip. Oh my gosh. Pen. You're just like my husband. Hey, yeah, and it's black. Very meticulous. Yeah, yep. oh. I got like thirty of them. And I bought the wrong one, and you thought the probably world was a, burning. Probably G five. Yeah, a little too fat. Yeah, or it's a little too thin, thin. One or the other. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but that speaks. You, you know. can judge a lot about a person, but right. pen they use. So yeah. I'm if you said felts. Sharpie, I would have told Adam to turn the cameras off right now. I do like um, a nice Sharpie though. A big thick one. <laughs> yeah, just like a <laughs> like a doodle bob Sharpie. Right. Uh, where am I at here? Questions. <laughs> uh, okay. So what you enjoyed about the business process. Awesome. What is your favorite part about the creative process? I think seeing the end result and then seeing it with the customer, like to see a bride. Cause for me, I'm, I mean, and for any probably creative person, I'm putting my heart and soul into it. And for just to see like their eyes light up and some of them cry, like mm-hmm. that's magic to yeah. me. So yeah. So your goal is shoot for tears, right? 100% okay. every single day. There you go. <laughs> Me too. In my business. <laughs> like if they watch my video and start crying, You're it's so either it's a horrible video or it's very emotional and right. good. Very polarizing. Yeah. That's okay. It was awesome. Video is horrible. Uh, how are you looking to grow the business day after day? You know, what's your two, five, 10 years to look like? I think about that sometimes. Like, you know, where will I be in 10 years? And I mean, I hope I'm still creating mm-hmm. for, you know, I would like to obviously grow it more so that maybe, I do take on maybe an employee, you know, something yep. like that. I would like to be obviously, do I want like a monopoly of PFOPs all over? I don't <laughs> know if my mental capacity could handle that, but yep. heck yeah. <laughs> so do you ever, so you obviously you're in Minot, you go outside of Minot? Yep. Okay. Yep. Do you go, are there any plans to travel to, you know, maybe you're going to, I don't know, Arizona or Idaho or have you already done that maybe? Well, I mean, as far as a wedding, the farthest I've, I personally traveled was we did one in Deadwood. Okay. Um, but I have brides all over. Midwest Vegas. Right. Which is my, yeah. Yep, that's my thing. It. I like the the Vegas Vegas, but I've actually never been to Deadwood. Oh, well, you would very much enjoy it. I'll have to take it's a drive down It's one there. of my favorite places. Okay. Yeah. But so are you looking to expand, you know, would you go on the East coast, West coast, that kind of thing? I guess logistically, I don't even know how that'd look. You got to pack yeah, the I know flowers I f- up on I feel like plane. maybe I'll just go to Deadwood or okay. Arizona. I'm in, I like Arizona a lot, yep. especially right now. Um, but you, yeah. You should just get private jet. Right, perfect. PJ and just fly around the fly around the country. I do have the funding in the works for that. There so you go. See? Perfectly. 
So you don't even need my two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars. I do actually this, this for jet sh- fuel. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, jet fuel is expensive. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so your Mount Rushmore of business advice. I need four pieces of of business advice from you for someone that's maybe starting a business now, tomorrow, maybe they just started one. Okay. Um. Doesn't well, have to be anything crazy, but. Oh gosh, I would say, like, like if you are starting, if you're thinking of starting a business, go for it. Because again, the worst thing that happens is you fail and we've all failed at something in our life. Secondly, be true to who you are as a person because um, you can get wrapped up in things that maybe you're trying to build more profit, but at the end you're selling yourself to yeah. the devil. Am I doing okay? But yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> the first one, I, I would just to add on to that, I would say if you're going to start a business, 100% do it, but just jump into the pool. Don't just dip your toe in the water. Oh, yeah, just no, go just for it. Just cannonball right yeah. into it. Even if you can't swim, you'll right. figure it out or you'll die. <laughs> or s- uh, maybe somebody will save you. Yeah, hopefully. There you go. Yeah. A mentor. <laughs> Let me help you, sir. Um, the third. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't accept that as an answer. I'm like so thinking in my it, I don't care if it takes 15 minutes for you to oh, think perfect. two more. I wish you would have given me some of these questions nope, beforehand. Nope. I, I like, like to throw people going right, right with the crocodiles. Yep. Third one would be to try to stay humble. And then also with these relationships that you're making with people, not necessarily use them to your advantage, but remember that you can ask others for guidance and help and things like that. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Because that's one thing when I was starting, I didn't realize I wanted to be, I'm doing everything myself. I'm going to be the smartest man ever. They're going to be like, look at that business you built. Then I figured out you can just ask people things. Right. And they know a lot more than you because they've been doing it longer and and it it helps things. For the most part, most of them are very gracious with. Yeah. And then for the fourth one, I think is try not to get wrapped up into the emotions and the other things that go with your competitors. I think you need to realize that they are their own person and you are your own person too. And comparison is the thief of joy. It is. Did you, is that on the that's, side? That was too? my Perfect. last, yeah, that was my last one. I was like, um, God, I hope she brings up competitors. Cause that's right. Who I'm gonna so, and this has taken me and I still have good and bad days, but it's taken me to realize like, it's okay to be different. And it's okay that that person chose that other florist. Yeah. That's okay. Cause ever. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know if you could, if you did every single wedding, oh I don't even gosh. know if you'd have the capacity. I would to. lose my mind and yeah. I don't have. I don't have the capacity to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that trying to stay out of your head so much. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all the questions I got for you. Thank you uh, for coming on the show. Where can people find you? What can um, I tag in the, in the description? They below? can find me on Instagram at pockets full of posies under slash thing. Nodak. And then Facebook is pockets full of posies. I have a website pockets full of posies nd.com. Um, I can give you my cell phone number if you need it. Uh, Social security number. You got that? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Your EIN. Can I get your business? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let me look at my phone. Yeah. I don't remember it. Uh, no, that's awesome. I'll, I'll tag all that uh, below in the description. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. That was episode 33 of the Minot Business Podcast. We will see you guys next week for episode 34.